This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. the Dogish Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to dog parents and the topics, events, and personalities impacting their lives. My name is Sylvia West, certified dog trainer and pet expert at Dog Up in This Bitch. With me, as per usual, every Tuesday is my co-host, Senor Jason Arias. How are you today? I'm great. Yeah? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm super. I'm actually excited that I got to tell everybody that you're a certified dog trainer. I, you did really good. Like this interview tops your like informativeness of Thank it you. all. Yes. So today we are going to be talking to Alex McKinnon, who is the founder of Kin Inc., which makes like a couple of really interesting products. But, you know, we, we talk dirty today. Okay. Yeah. And the dog with that said, like mm. dirty talk, I mean... No slight to any of our previous or future guests. This dude might be the nicest guy that we've ever had on the podcast. Very nice person. Yeah. Excellent human. Okay, let's let's get into it. it. We can't wait to introduce everyone to Alex. Awesome. Welcome to the show, Alex. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here today. We're excited to to learn about everything that you have to teach us and and the the um Sorry, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but Jason, you'll be learning. I already know. Oh, you already know. I'm an active user and fan of the Clean Bowl system. So. Well, I can't wait to get some in my home then. Let's just tell all of our listeners because they probably don't know unless you know they've been to a dog trade show and or are in my living room. Um, <laughs> they probably don't know what it is that you make. So why don't we just start? Let's start there. Like what do, what are your two, what are your two main products that you make? Sure. Uh, the first one is called the clean bowl and what it, it is a sugar cane fiber bowl. By the way, this comes in four different sizes. You put this on the ground you put this white clean frame on top of it to make it spill proof. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to yeah. pause you right there. Cause I've literally been doing it wrong. You've been putting the, the bowl on top. Haven't you? Put, well, no. Cause listen, that's okay. <laughs> because like I, I take the bowl out and then like I fill it with water and then I just, I set it. I set it inside the, <laughs> but it works for you. Right. It does. So either. So can you, Alex, would you please lovingly demonstrate the incorrect way in which I do it? <laughs> sure. Well, okay. So, Sylvia, basically, uh, there's a sugar cane fiber bowl and there's a uh, white clean frame, which has a non-skid bottom. And we designed it. Well, you can use it several different ways. We designed it to put it on top, whether you use it for food or water, to make it spill proof. There are some people that simply just prefer to put this on top. And this this works perfectly well if your dog or your cat isn't going to pull it out. But if you have a dog or cat that's rambunctious and want to put it out, the solution is you put this on top 
and it makes it spill proof. Does that yes, make sense? I, I do with the puppies. I do have to, I do have to tuck it in. Okay. So. And did, um, did you say that the, so that white insert is made from which material again? It's uh, called bag S, which is sugarcane fiber. And basically uh, when, when sugarcane is harvested, they pull out the white stuff, the, the mm -hmm. white sugar you put in your coffee or tea, and they typically burn the fiber. Instead of burning it, we send it to our FDA compliant factories who mold it into these shapes. So it's a byproduct of the sugarcane refining process and we avoid burning it. And when you recycle these in the paper stream, you are reducing uh, environmental waste by 122% versus using a dishwasher because you avoided the fire, which created the smoke, and you're preventing more virgin trees from being chopped down when you uh, recycle it. It's also 100% compostable. And we have, uh, there's a link called the Sustainable Pet Bowl if you wanna see our life cycle analysis on that. So why that's why it's better for the uh, planet. And the reasons it's better for dogs and cats and yeah, other this is pets. where it gets this is where it gets good, Jason. I'm, and, I'm already guess what? So people may not trust everybody these days, but I'm going to go out on a limb and suggest everybody <laughs> uh, trust their own dog, um, mm. they should, or their cat, and or their cat. So basically, this is a germ-free bowl, and I bet you didn't know that dishwashers didn't don't get hot enough to kill all the germs. Okay, I want to start I just really quickly. So like literally, Jason, Alex told me this when we met at the conference and he was like, yeah, um, how do you wash your dog bowls? And I was like, oh, we don't have a dishwasher. We hand wash. And he was like, that's even worse because dishwasher water doesn't get hot enough to kill the germs and the biofilm in your dog's bowl. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Well, well, Sylvia, to your point, um, if you're skeptical, you should you can go on the CDC and everybody everybody now mm. knows who the CDC is. If you go on their website and they have information that says to kill all bacteria and all viruses, meaning kill all germs, you need to get water up to a temperature of 250 to 260 degrees Fahrenheit for five minutes or more. And the hottest oh. that even industrial dishwashers get is like 185, 190. And so the reason that dog, this is healthier is dogs and cats, when you fill it with water or you put food or treats in there, they can smell that this is germ-free. So they're going to drink more water because they can smell the bacteria and the viruses that the dishwashers leave behind because their sense of smell is so strong. So they drink more water for healthier hydration. They're more likely to eat all their food for healthier nutrition and because when you recycle this or compost it, you also throw out the plaque bacteria. Mm. And then when they drink more water, it rinses more plaque off of their teeth before it hardens into tartar. So that's how it actually helps reduce uh, oral uh, diseases. Interesting. Interesting. And so does that apply to like all bowls? So that's kind of the first. So I've got a couple questions in my mind. Do we got time for it? No. Yeah. no questions. Okay. We have to take a break. I thought so. <laughs> okay, so so we're looking at the the the, the sugarcane bowls, and we're 
talking about how it doesn't um, like dishwashers don't kill the bacteria from your reuse bowls and things like that. Is that standard for all bowls? Or are we just talking like plastic bowls or metal bowls, glass bowls, ceramic? Like there's so many different types of bowls. Do they all have those issues? The short answer is yes. And because it's healthy to be skeptical, getting back to my point about trusting your, if you, if you are skeptical about what I'm saying, You remember the Pepsi challenge on TV. We have something called the Clean Bowl Challenge. So K-L-E-A-N-B-O-W-L challenge.com. And if you take one of these bowls, all four sizes, and you fill it with water and you put it on the ground, you take your normal ceramic, stainless steel, plastic, it really doesn't matter, all types, run it through the dishwasher as many times as you want. Put it up, them both on the ground. Put the same water in the same bowls or the same food. Then let your dog or cat into the room and let them choose which one they're going to eat and drink out. And I know you're skeptical, but if you go to cleanbowlchallenge.com, we have, I don't know, 50 or 60 homemade videos from pet parents. Hunters and then when you that. see your own dog doing it, you're like, oh, he wasn't really making that up. Interesting. Yeah, it's fascinating. And, you know, something too, I'll say is I used to actually have one of those like dog water filters, Okay, you know, like one of the bowls that filters the water supposed to be really fancy. Well, unbeknownst to me until I met Alex here, (laughs) that bowl's plastic. It's like a lot of them are plastic water filters. I had a stainless steel one too. And um, I, of course, was skeptical because I'm like, really? A sugar cane fiber bowl? <laughs> okay. And I, <laughs> I had, <laughs> so I had um, this filtration. At the time, I had a stainless steel was like this teardrop water filter bowl going totally. with stainless steel. And then I, I set, because I board dogs, so there's like never enough water in my house. Like, I feel like the reason why I got the water filter, because I was like, at least there's a liter of water around. And they actually stopped drinking that water. And I was only refilling the clean bowl constantly. Interesting. Um, Yeah. Which for someone like me who does board a lot of dogs, I mean, it helps me keep all my germs separate. So, you know, we're talking about like, you know, if one dog maybe is harboring a cold, you know, it's, it's a lot easier to just like give everybody separate bowls and just throw them away when they leave. Um, so, so that brings yes. up a good question, Alex, like what is a, what's the, the refill cost of one of the, the bowls? Well, they come in four different sizes. The uh, let's start with the most expensive ones. The most expensive ones are about 40 cents each and the least expensive ones are about 25 cents each. Okay. And, um, and to Sylvia's point, we recommend with water that you uh, recycle them or compost them after a day. And the reason why is the same is that when dogs or cats drink out of any bowl, their tongues go down into the water and bacteria falls off of their tongue. And you might say, well, it's their bacteria. But what happens is over 24 hours or more is that morphs into all sorts of other things. Like have you ever seen like the pink slime in bowls yeah, and things like that? That is because the bacteria that fell off the dog or cat's tongue is now morphed. And it may not necessarily be toxic to them, because some, but it deters them from drinking the water because they can smell it. And again, they'd rather drink fresh, clean water, if that makes sense. This might be the dirtiest conversation we've had. 
on the Dogfish Podcast. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've had all sorts of dirty thoughts. Like I'm like, dogs are licking all sorts of things. I mean, and like, I, I just guess I never put that much thought into it. And now I'm like, wait a second. Like my dogs mm-hmm. could live another four years and it, another was, healthy four years. Yeah. And- so hold on. Cause there was something that like you mentioned to us that like, I would like to highlight. So you know, and, and I really want to like dive into each one of these. So, you know, the, the clean, the kin clean four pillars of success, you know what I mean? And like why your company is so amazing. But like one of the things that you talked about is this overall health and like four years is a lot of years when we're talking about our kiddos who don't live as long as we absolutely surprised. So like, can you just break that? Like where, where does this, is this four year number arbitrary? Like where did this come from? Um, well, first of all, uh, I want to acknowledge one of the things Jason said, we've had countless people say, well, my dog eats other dogs poop. My dog goes out in the woods, <laughs> but, but you know, you know Alex, my, you're my, bringing the dirty talk today. My, 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 my dog goes into dog parks and licks everything. And it's true. Uh, dogs go all over the place. And you might say, well, if those germs aren't hurting him or she, then you're just Mm. trying to con me. So why should I care about germs? Well, there are several reasons you should care. Number one, they can smell them. And if they can drink or eat out of something that doesn't have germs, they're going to drink more water. They're going to eat more food. And I think the, the, to your point, Sylvia, on the four years, one of the things that it does help with is when you, again, when you throw out this bowl, it has oral plaque in there that has come out of the dog or cat's mouth. Mm. And then again, when they drink more water, it cleans it off their teeth. And the, when I said it, it could help them live up to four years longer, what that means is um, if oral oral disease or, or uh, is the number one determinant of how long a cat or dog lives. And that's why you're supposed to, we as humans, we're supposed to brush our teeth, we're supposed to floss, and we're supposed to go to the dentist. And by the way, the four years for dogs and cats is 10 years for humans. So if you take good care of your own teeth as a human, it can help you live up to two years, 10 years longer. And if you don't believe me, ask a dentist who really knows, and that's what you'll learn. If anyone's not watching this on YouTube, I just gandered at how lovely Alex's teeth are. I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, hmm. Well, well, no, no, so all jokes, is, all jokes aside, but so basically what it is, is we, we, we recommend like we do for humans. We recommend that you, you brush your dog's teeth. You take your dog to the vet. However, often that may be once a year. And just like you need to brush floss, it's part of a, a larger regimen. But if you have your dog drink or eat out of a bowl that has more, has plaque bacteria in it, not only are they going to eat or drink less, but it's actually going to help the bacteria fester in them. And then what happens, same thing with humans is when plaque bacteria is on a dog or cat's teeth, it gets absorbed into the bloodstream. It ends up in their brain, their heart, their kidney. It ends up in all of the organs. And that's what ends up happening. And it's a cumulative effect. So when I say Mm. it'll help them live up to four years, uh, it's true. And the converse is true that they will live maybe live up to four years less if you don't take good care of their health and keep their teeth clean 
and keep the oral plaque off of them. And again, if, if you're skeptical, I would suggest you ask some veterinarians about it as well. And we're not suggesting that you skip the vet. We're not suggesting that you don't brush your dog's teeth. We're suggesting you use this in combination of, with an oral care regimen. And that you should care about because that is what can let your dog or cat live up to four years longer. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That's awesome. So Jason, did you have something? Cause I have so many questions. Yeah, no, no, no. Go, go ahead. I mean, I've got a lot. I'm, I'm fascinated by the four pillars. I want to like, I I, I'm I want to like, dive into this. like so, the, even like the stories of, yes. so of staffing. I think, yeah, I, that's exactly where I was going. So one of the things that you meant, you, your, your company or like kin is in a partnership with what one more time, the name of the O Park. O Park. Okay. So essentially you're employing disabled adults to create this product and, and another product. Is that correct? Well, just to be clear, they are a totally separate organization. Okay. They, they are separately owned. They are a nonprofit and they do get government grants. Um, and they have other clients. Ken is not the only so they are not employees of Ken. But we have them do all of our um, uh, quality control. We have them do all of our assembly work for our products. And we have them do all of our packaging. And we keep giving them more and more complex projects. And last year we asked and they said, yeah, you, you help give uh, over 30 people, 30 disabled uh, adults a job who wouldn't have one otherwise. And we were proud that last year, we we're also proud members of the Pet Sustainability Coalition. They Very are a cool. fabulous organization. And they rated our tiny company. Yes, we are tiny, but we're small, fierce, and proud. Um, we were named one of the top 20 most sustainable pet businesses in the world last year. That's wow. incredible. In the world. In, in the, the world. world. Wow. That's an accomplishment. I mean, especially in a time where sustainability really matters. And, you know, one of the things for me, not, you know, touching on another pillar for you guys is one of the things that sold me is that the time when we met California was in a deep drought, we didn't have water resources here. And so the idea of water usage to clean dog bowls really kind of stuck with me. It, it stuck out. It was something that you had pointed out when you look at like the amount of water that's being used to clean these bowls versus like, and I know you have it on a sheet somewhere, but do you have that number offhand? Like how many gallons are saved when you switch to, to the clean bowl? The, the short answer is we do have that. The, the longer answer is I don't have that off the top of my head, but what mm -hmm. I can again, repeat is if people want to learn more about the, how the water savings and the, the environmental waste savings, if you go to uh, sustainablepetbowl.com and you will see from the Pet Sustainability, Co it's a uh, Pet Sustainability Coalition lifecycle analysis, and they show you the numbers for that. Uh, and that's compared to washing it in the dishwasher. Wow. Very cool. Okay, we're going to take another break. <laughs> gotcha, Jason. <laughs>
So in the break, Sylvia, Sylvia she started ADD getting all excited brain. looking at stuff without the listeners. I, well, I went to the thing that he told everyone to go to. And I don't know, please, if you're driving, don't go. But if you're not driving, pull up, pull that up with the st- sustainable is the study. Um, 20% reduction in greenhouse gas impact switching to the to the clean bowl versus a regular dog bowl. That's crazy. <laughs> That's a huge 20% is a lot. Well, it's wild to me too, that we've started reaching this. And I think that's what like, uh, Alex, you've kind of, uh, inferred that people have a hard time believing some of the stuff that you're talking about, but we're at this unique, um, phase of technology to where it's, it's it's less effective use of resources to reuse a certain item than it is to use an item that is made of renewable resources that's designed to just go away. And like, mm. like when you really think about that, like growing up, we were taught the exact opposite. Like we were taught like no paper plates are wasteful and you should be using cloth napkins. Like that, I mean, that was the whole thing with even diapers, like growing up, you know, or uh, with the kids growing up, there was a lot of people that were, they would hand wash their diapers because of how bad diapers were for the environment. But we're starting to see certain products make that switch. And this is absolutely one of them, not by just a small margin either. Well, and and to your point, the numbers that we've we've cited, we got from the Pet Sustainability Coalition, and that's based on recycling. These uh, sugarcane fiber bowls are also 100% compostable. Mm-hmm. And th- the reason that's important is not everybody wants to recycle or can recycle. And uh, But to be honest, there are far fewer people that compost. But for the people that like to compost, this is a great thing. And some people have told us like they go hiking or camping in the mountains or the woods, and they take these along for their dog for food or water and when they're done with them, they just bury them in the ground because they're going to break down and compost. So that's, that's super awesome. Cool. That's super awesome. Okay. So myriad of uses. So we've, so we've gone through, r- remind me of the, the pillars again, Alex, because I think we've gotten through two of them now, right? Well, it, it's people. And we yep. talked about the OPARC, uh, the 30 plus uh, developmentally disabled people we give jobs to. Yep. We, ta- we talked about pets. Uh, and how this is gives them it's germ free and therefore they drink more, they eat more, it reduces their oral disease to help them live longer. We talked about the the planet, the sustainability, and, right? And I think the last thing we haven't really talked about, but it kind of falls in place, which is the savings, because people are going to say, well, if I have to spend twenty five or even forty cents on the biggest one, you know, why do I want to do that? And again, this product's not for everybody, but uh, we have talked to lots of clients and they tell us the savings are significant. Some of the things that they ha- that we help reduce cost is dental disease treatment cost. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you when I when we lived in um, Southern California, we now live in Charlotte, uh, dental disease treatment costs could be a big number. And I heard anything from 500 to a few thousand, I guess it depends on the treatment the dog and all that. So it reduces dental disease treatment cost. It obviously reduces your water use, uh, use of soap, your energy bill. 
Uh, as uh, Sylvia pointed out, it helps reduce greenhouse gases significantly along with the societal cost. And then if you think about it this way, it also makes a lot of sense that it helps reduce costs from unplanned veterinary uh, mm. visits. And to be clear, we love vets. We want you to take your dog or cat to the vet on a schedule basis. What we're talking about is avoiding extra ones which are unplanned and can be very expensive. And of course, if you value your time, you're saving a lot of time by not having to load and unload dishwashers which aren't gonna get all the viruses and bacteria out anyway, or wash them by hand. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That totally makes sense. And also like, okay, so here's like, this is literally, there is an immediate savings that's happening. Cause like, I think about like in my electric bill, how many cents does it cost? Cause you know, if I have like, five dogs here. If you're a big dog family, like and you're washing dog bowls every day in your dishwasher, they're occupying space and they have to be cleaned. Um, cause you can't not wash them at the end of the day. Cause the yeah. biofilm and stuff, it's gross. So they have to be washed. So like how much does that cost to like heat the water, whether it's gas or electric time energy. And then I like this idea of looking this looking at this as a long-term solution because ultimately, you know, most of the stuff that we cover in the podcast that's like health-based or nutrition-based, you know, we do talk a lot about this being like this is a long, long game. It's not yep. a sh- like health is forever. Like you start now to save later. You know, you like you take vitamins now as a human (laughs) to hopefully keep you healthy. So you're not buying antibiotics during flu season, et cetera. So it's like, you know, there's that, there's that cost trade. Um, so yeah, I'm, as I mentioned already a, a clean, a clean fan and user of, of the bowls. So how long ago did you start this, Alex? Uh, we started our company 10 years ago. And uh, we've been, uh, we launched the Clean Bowl in 2014. It did win an award at uh, SuperZoo then. Um, but again, we're still a small company, um, but we are making a lot of progress. And one, I, I imagine that most of your listeners are pet parents, which is great. Because I met Sylvia at a uh, dog training event. So she's obviously a professional dog trainer. Um but certified. For, yeah, yeah. For, for for pet care services like for boarding, daycare, mm-hmm. training, uh, etc. One of the real reasons that we uh, they use this is in addition to everything we've said, they really do. They can quantify the value of their their labor time, and uh, we guarantee for pet care services will re- you'll reduce your labor time by over eighty percent. And that's important. So that's real money uh, for mm-hmm. a pet care business. And also most employees hate washing bowls. Mm-hmm. So this also helps improve staff engagement, if that makes sense. That's fantastic. It's an excellent point. Okay. So you guys make two things. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the other thing that we want to show you is, uh, and if you're a pet parent out there and you have a puppy, then maybe this is not an issue. But um, we basically have done some research and basically over the lifetime of a dog or cat, um, almost two out of three pets end up taking pills. 
And we talked about their sense of smell with the bowls. The problem that one of the huge problems that comes up with pills is dogs and cats can smell pills and they spit them out. And um, it's, an, it's, it's a, incredible. Like you can put it in with peanut butter and they'll like fish it and just. Bleh. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah, to, to, to your, to your point, you, you, you can hide it in a hot dog. You can put it in peanut butter and God bless the people that get it to work. And we think that's great. We think anything to make pets healthier, but what we've learned is exactly what Sylvia said. And I won't mention any, other brand brand names, but there are lots of solutions out there where you wrap it in a treat or or something like that. And they very often the dog or cat can still chew around it, eat the treat, and then spit out the pill. So what we did is we developed um, this device. And what this is, it is a pill crusher, a pill splitter, and a pill concealer. And I'm going to explain. So I don't know how. It's like my old cell phone. So so basically, that's a crush plate right there. (laughs) Okay. And then if you put a pill inside this extra thick resealable pouch, you put it in here and then you close it. And then that's how you crush the pill in here. And you might say, well, why do you want to crush it inside of a, um, a pouch? Well, number one you avoid making a mess. You don't have powder going everywhere. Number two, you you reduce cross-contamination between different pills and different pets. And you also ensure that your uh, dog or cat's going to get their full dose. And these are um, 100% recyclable. And um, so when you crush in here, and just to be clear, I think everybody should know this, but when your dog or cat are taking medicine, you should ask your veterinarian about the, all the questions you have about the pills. And you should ask them, are they crushable or not? And if they're not, then you shouldn't crush them. But there are lots of pills which are crushable. And the benefit of crushing them in here is, let's say you crush the pill in here, you you open up the recent, you can dump uh, treat material, or food, or even water in there and shake it. And then you pour it out in a bowl. And then when all these gazillion little pill particles are either in the water, the treat, or the the food, they can't spit out the pill. So the benefit of this is um, you get the the pet to ingest their medicine and they're gonna be healthier. Again, there's some pills you cannot crush, but for all the ones that you do crush, this is a solution for those dogs and cats who always seem to find a way to spit out the pill and eat the food. I so, mean, that is very, I'm going to need like six of those. Um, six. How many pills are you going through over there? Holy cow. No, it's like, it's different. It's different dogs. It's like, it's different experiences. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's the, like so I, that's the crusher, but she said you have, it, it does a splitter and a concealer as well. Yes. So can you see that at all? There's the crush plate, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And if you uh, flip it over, now it exposes the blade. You see the blade? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So so now it's a crusher. Now it's a splitter. And then then you put the pill in this V. Can you see that? Mm -hmm. Yep. And then you have the blade and you split it like this. So in this position, it's a splitter. In this position, it's a crusher. And you might say, well, you also said it's a concealer. How is it a concealer? 
Well, when you take the crushed pills and that's in here and you put in the food, the treat and or the water and shake it up, put it in your bowl, that's what we mean by a concealer. Oh, and so this is hidden. real, again, not, there's no one product out there that's good for every pet, but especially for those pets, again, who are spitting out the whole pills or the half pills. And, and when they especially take medicine that can be crushed, this is a solution where we guarantee they won't spit out the pill. So they're going to be healthier. Yeah. That's I mean, worst. I can't literally, Jason, I've had, okay. Alex, you'll understand this, Yeah. but I used to have this dog that would board with me all the time. who was like special needs. And I had to switch to crunchy peanut butter so that they couldn't tell the difference because if it was smooth <laughs> peanut butter, they would feel the pill lump in their mouth and be like, Bleh. but if it was crunchy, they couldn't determine which crunch was pill crunch and which crunch was a peanut. It was the only way I could get them to take their, or what about like when you just, when you have the soft food and you like bury it in the middle of an entire meal and then you, and then you check afterwards and there's the little white pill just sitting at the bottom of the bowl. Like the that happens all the time. Yeah. 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 And I also like panic because I'm like, did they actually take it? I have a multi-dog household. So if I have a oh, dog, yeah, what if somebody like else took medicine? It? What if someone else takes it? It's very terrifying, you know? So this excellent. So well, is, Alex, the, is the, is the pill crusher something that you just added on or have you had that for a while, Alex? How long has that been going on? Well, the truth is um, we had an earlier version of this and, and I own all the mistakes of the company and it was good, but it wasn't good enough. So we took it off the market and uh, we hired the right people. And now we finally got the quality to where it is, to where it should be. And so this is a recast version of that. And just so you don't think we're ignoring the, all the pillars with this, I will keep it much shorter but um, we also have OPART assemble these. Um, so we're giving more jobs to developmentally disabled people. I think it's fairly obvious how this can help a dog or cat's health because they're going to get the meds that they wouldn't be getting otherwise. Mm. You might say, how is this good for the planet? Well, every single aspect of this from this bag to the plastic in here to the zinc on here, all of them have an end of life recycling option and they're all in the use instructions. As a matter of fact, if you use this so many times that you decide I'm ready to give up on it, if you send this back to us, it actually goes to Opark and they will donate it to a pet shelter. They will refurbish it, make it like new again, and they will donate it to a pet shelter for free. So we do have a recycle, and that's not how typical recycling programs work, but all of these components have an end of life to make sure that they're planet friendly. And if you, so that's the third uh, pillar, which is planet. If you go on to savings, uh, I don't know about you, but if you've, if you've used a lot of these uh, uh, pill concealers before, if they've worked for you, God bless you, keep using them. But if you're, if you're like, what I think the two of you have described, they don't always work. Mm. If you can find something that's actually going to work, it'll save you money in many ways. For one thing, when you pay for the pills, they'll actually take them and you're getting your money's worth You're and there are other things. So this also, it. it's also has the same pill pillars. 
I'm sorry, Jason. I said I, I love it. Like I, I love the people's pause and planet. Like you got you got all three of them there. Got it all. Just crushing it. All right. So Alex, I don't know if you've you've had the honor of listening to an episode of the Dogish Podcast, but we had Who another hasn't? episode. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> well then you know what's coming. But we end each episode in a very special way every 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 time. Um so Jason, yep. I turn this over to you. Okay, I got a I got a joke for you, Alex. Ready? It's dog. Great. It's dog dad. It's dog dad joke time. Great. Okay, what is a dog's favorite magazine? A dog's favorite magazine. I you stumped me. Vanity Fur. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> okay. You can take that one with you. Yeah. Take okay. It <laughs> That's great. No Alex, problem. Thank you so much for coming on our show. Yeah, this is fantastic. Chatting with us about everything. Oh, um, before we go, you didn't, I think you mentioned something about a discount. What? Yeah. So if so, so, so if people are interested, um, they can go to kenninc.com. That's k-i-n-n-i-n-c.com. And if they use the coupon code, I'm going to say it and then spell it out. Ten years, Ken. So it's one zero. Y-E-A-R-S-K-I-N-N. If you use that coupon code, you can save 10% on any purchase on our website, no matter how big or how small. And we also, because uh, we talked about trust, all of our products have a 90-day money-back guarantee. And if you did have a problem and you weren't totally uh, sure, you could always tell Sylvia and she would hunt me down. And I Sweet. would regret it for the end of my days. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> oh my gosh he knows me oh my gosh thank you alex so thanks much so much on. alex so fun thank you both so much thank you for the opportunity definitely thank you everybody for joining Hold on, time us out. today okay we're recording our outro you oh, didn't say that okay well but i want to keep the singing parts in there <laughs> no <laughs> so it's there it's done <laughs> thank you everybody uh, oh. for joining us today Thank you, Alex, for, for filling in and telling us all about these amazing bowls and the work um, that you do with your business. Um, make sure that you take a quick moment, look in the uh, links down here in the podcast for everything. The, uh, the discount code will be there. We referenced a lot of really great websites and um, not, not reviews. What am I looking for? Um, like they tested things, like tests. Well, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they tested things. They tested In information. Yeah. Science, informational science and supportive evidence. Yeah. I'm going to, as soon as we're done with this, I'll think of the words that I was thinking of, mm. but, but go check everything out. Uh, give them a follow, give us a follow, hit the subscribe, all that kind of stuff. And as always, if there's a topic event or personality that you want us to talk about on the podcast, please reach out and let us know so that we can get it featured for you. Um, I know there's lots of stuff that I missed there, Sylvia. Anything you want to add before before we give it an official goodbye and see it next Tuesday? Oh. You good? That's everything. You want to sing us out? <laughs> I doubt. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>